welcome to this rebroadcast of Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. I'm Dave Ball, and our host, Chuck Bentley, is off today. Well, we have the privilege on today's broadcast of hearing from Chip Ingram. Chip is the teacher on the daily radio broadcast, Living on the Edge. He's also been a pastor for over 25 years. You know, 60% of your waking hours are spent at work. So wouldn't it be great to go to work each day with a deep sense of enjoyment and satisfaction that you are doing exactly what God made you to do? Well, it's possible. And today we'll learn what the Bible has to say about work and how you can land the job of your dreams. Let's get started. Here's Chip Ingram with today's message. Question number one is, how many of you have ever considered going into full-time ministry? And, you know, maybe as a pastor, a teacher, a missionary, youth worker, music, um, a parachurch, Bible translation, maybe full-time ministry as a support ministry, a mechanic, computer operator, administrative skills. How many, just, you know, you have to raise your hand, how many have ever considered that? Second question is, what motivated you to consider that? Why did you go through the process at some point in time and say to yourself, you know, I think maybe God, maybe, I don't know, maybe God would want me in full-time ministry. Was it, you know, deeper meaning? It was a call from God, fulfillment, serving others, maybe eternal reward, uh, obedience to Christ, desire to make a real impact in your life. You know, I don't know. What, what was it? Third question is what hindered you from moving that direction? I mean, I'm just going to take a wild guess that I bet there's a certain percentage in this room, maybe 10, 15, maybe, maybe 30% who said, I've considered that before, maybe 50%. But then you said, you know what, I, I don't have enough training, it's not a good season in my life, um, financially there's no way to pull it off, or maybe the one that I hear most often, I'm not sure how to know to be sure. I've thought about it, I'm not sure, but I don't know how you can be sure So until I'm sure, I think I'll not be sure, and so I didn't do it. And if you can follow all that, you are really awake and doing well. (laughs) The fourth question is, do full-time Christian workers have a special place in God's heart? Now, I I know the surface question, you know, God loves everyone, so, but I mean, I mean, what do you really think about that? Don't, maybe they get a little more grace, a little greater reward, and have greater abilities, Final question, was God more pleased with Jesus at age 28 as a carpenter or more pleased with him as a preacher at 31? Why or why not? You're listening to Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. Today's special guest is Chip Ingram. We'll hear more from Chip right after this. Our economy has been struggling companies have cut expenses, job security has taken on new meaning. Now more than ever, you need to know God's purpose for your life and your work. You can find direction using the CareerDirect Complete Guidance System from Crown Financial Ministries. CareerDirect is a comprehensive assessment tool that you and your employer can use to make sure that you and your job are the right fit. And if you're between jobs, you can use the CareerDirect Complete Guidance System as an interview tool. When you share your career direct results with a potential employer, they'll be able to see that you have the talent and skills they're looking for. It'll set you apart from other candidates. The Career Direct Complete Guidance System can be completed in about an hour online. Just go to careerdirectonline.org and to get started, try the free personality ID profile. That's careerdirectonline.org.
Welcome back to this edition of Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. Our host, Chuck Bentley, is off today, and our special guest teacher is Chip Ingram. Now, Chip is the teacher on the daily radio broadcast, Living on the Edge, and today we're listening to a message Chip delivered a few months ago on finding the job of your dreams. Here's Chip with more. We're talking about hearing God's call for work and you know, some work at home, some work outside the home, some are self-employed, some have different kind of jobs, some are building careers. So, so let me just take a run at a few definitions so that we don't use these words in a sloppy way. First, a job is what I do to earn a living, okay? A job is I need money to pay the bills. It's called a job. A career is what I build to create a life. I mean, everyone's had a, you know, at some point in time, you, I had a job throwing papers, I've had a job painting houses, I've had a job cutting grass, I've had a job doing this. And then at certain points in your life, you thought, now, you know, may, some of us started cutting grass and now, you know, we're working for those people who own, who own landscape companies and their job turned into their career. But, but a lot of you did different jobs and then there, a career was, this is something you're going to build to build a life. This is, this is what I want to do. Here's where the opportunity is. This is how I can be successful. And finally, a vocation is what God calls me to do to fulfill his highest purposes in me and through me for his glory and my joy. So I just wanted to get those definitions out of the way and then ask, what is your calling? What do you think God has uniquely gifted you and designed you to do to fulfill his highest purposes? And by the way, don't miss the second half and give you the greatest joy. Remember the parable of, uh, of the talents? We miss it sometimes, that, that parable where he, you know, it's a stewardship and he gives them each so much according to their abilities. And do you, do you remember how that ends when he rewards them? Come and enter the joy. We're gonna talk about work and our views of work and calling, but I just, I just wanna Get the category sort of shaking around in the back of your mind. What is it God wants to do in your life, through your life, at your home, in your work? In fact, here's the fundamental question. What did he make you to do? And I want to suggest that sometimes God's call is a single, wow, I got it, and it comes young, and I'm Joseph, and here's the dream, here's the call, here's what you do. Other times, the call comes in midlife when you're in a completely another career. And you're a Paul going one, or Saul going one direction, and you become a Paul, and things radically change. And sometimes you thought your life was pretty well, you know, I've kind of put in my time, you know, I've done the uh, actuary report, thinking maybe got a couple more years, or actually I'm about five years over what I should get. And you're a Moses. And at 80, you learn that everything you've done up to 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85 was preliminary. Because you do understand that the accomplishment of God's will has nothing to do with the time it takes to do it. The accomplishment of all the will of God in the life of Christ was under three years. It's not how long you do God's will. It's hearing his calling and doing what he calls you to do to accomplish his purposes. Some people have real long, steady callings. Some people get them early, some middle, some late. So I just wanted before some of you with a little bit of the whiter hair are thinking, you know, this is about finding the right job and getting in the right niche. It probably doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm guessing maybe it does. 
What I want to talk about now is a biblical perspective of calling. And, I, and I'm going to, without apology, give you a little theology here. Because when we talk about calling, and if you would just go through the Bible and say calling, and look at all what the Bible says about calling, you would just start getting confused. We are called into his kingdom. Paul was called by God. We're called to this purpose. You're called to walk in a manner worthy. And you've got all these words about calling all over the Bible. And so what I did is I did a lot of work and I tried to then say to myself, okay, how could I could arrange this in a way where we could have some categories to look at calling? And the key verse I want you to think about is, imagine, if you will, with me, Ephesians is the book about how to live, the church, chapters 1, 2, and 3, this is who we are in Christ, chapters 4, 5, and 6, here's the practice of how to live. Okay, this is what God has done, we have a new inheritance, we're adopted, we're transformed, we're redeemed, Uh, we have a new place that we are in this thing called the church. Now, chapter 4 opens up, now walk in a manner worthy of the calling by which you've been called. That's the key verse. Walk in a manner worthy. And the word, we get our worthy, English word we get is axis. And basically what he says is all this truth of the first three chapters that I just gave you, this is what's already true of you in Christ. Now, walk in a manner worthy. This is your belief. Here's what's true. I want your behavior to tell the same story as your beliefs. And basically it's bring up to level your behavior with your belief, what's true of you and how you actually act. Walk in a manner worthy of the calling by which you have been called. And then as you look at the rest of the second half of Ephesians, he will talk about what a worthy walk looks like out of the call that you have. And so keep that in the back of your mind because if you went through these notes, what you would see is the stream of, I've gone all the way through the second half of Ephesians, laying out for you what the call looks like. But with that in mind, let me just give you a, uh, at least, and other people may organize these differently, so this is not from Mount Sinai, this is from Mount Chipperu, okay? (laughs) So other people who organize this a little bit differently, those are great. This is my best understanding. God calls us first to a person, to a person. You'll notice in your notes, Ephesians 1.18, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you should know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. First and foremost, the call that God has for you is to call you into a relationship with him. Jesus said, come unto me, not come to a cause, not come to work, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The first call is to a who. It's about relationship. So you're called into personal relationship. That's how the word is first used. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. Our host, Chuck Bentley, is off today. Our guest teacher is Chip Ingram, senior pastor at Venture Christian Church in Los Gatos, California. He also is the teacher on the daily radio program, Living on the Edge. If you'd like to hear more Money Life programs, you can hear them by going to crown.org. Well, after this short break, we'll be back with more from Chip Ingram right after this.
Running a successful business in this very challenging economy takes more than hard work and a business degree. It takes time-proven principles of leadership, decision-making, and people skills, and a coach to help you navigate these uncharted waters. Business by the Book brings the brightest minds in history to bear on the most important issues facing your business today. Business by the Book provides a step-by-step -step outline from God's Word on topics such as hiring and firing, pay increases and promotions, management team selection, and much more. Authored by well-known financial expert Larry Burkett, Business by the Book offers a biblical worldview to businesses of all types. Whether you're a startup or an established firm, Business by the Book will coach you through important decisions and guide you each step of the way from God's Word. Business by the Book is available now at crown.org. That's crown.org. Log on, order your copy, and begin enjoying the satisfaction of running your business by the book today. Welcome back to this edition of Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. Our host, Chuck Bentley, is off today. Our special guest teacher is Chip Ingram. Chip is the teacher on the daily radio broadcast, Living on the Edge. And today we're listening to a message Chip delivered a few months ago on finding the job of your dreams. Now here's Chip with more. God calls us to a purpose. It's Ephesians 4, 13. It says, till we come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect, or literally to a mature man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. He calls us to a purpose. And notice it makes it even more clear in Romans 8, 28 to 30. It says, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God. Then notice this phrase, to those who are called how? According to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. God has called you to a purpose, and that purpose is to make you like his son. The purpose is Christ-likeness, conformed to the image of his son. God's number one agenda is not where you work, not what you do in the church. God's number one agenda is to call you first to himself and second to a purpose. And his purpose is to conform you to the image of his son. He wants you to think like Jesus. He wants you to drive your car the way Jesus would drive your car if he was in your body. He wants you to prioritize your time and treat other people the way Jesus would prioritize his time and treat other people if he was living inside your body. The whole goal is that you literally, progressively become more and more like the Son of God. You are called to that purpose. In fact, it said here in Romans 8, he works all things together. The coincidences, quote, the tragedies, the stock market, the pain, the job situation, the children, the singleness, the cancer, the unknown. He is working. God, this day, at this moment, in your life and mine, is orchestrating every circumstance, every relationship, and every event to fulfill the calling of his purpose to make you and to make me more and more like Jesus. It's like Michelangelo chipping away right on that big piece of marble to make a masterpiece. And God is infusing us with grace, even using the worst and most difficult things that come our way 
to fulfill that purpose. Jesus said, be ye perfect in Matthew 5, 48, even as your heavenly Father is perfect. The word perfect there, uh, you might write, it's, it's the word teleos. It's exactly the same word up in Ephesians 4, 13, where it says that we're to be a perfect man to the measure of the stature. Teleos, you, get, you can kind of hear it, telescope. Uh, in apologetics, they have what's called the teleological argument. And that's all the big words we're going to get because I can't handle any more than that. But what it's about, it's the, it's the argument of, de, of design. It's, in other words, it's, tel, it's seeing, teleos means fulfilling and becoming according to the exact design of the one who designed it. God's purpose, his design, is that I would become like perfect, mature, like Jesus. So God calls us first to a purpose, or first to a person, second to a purpose, third, God calls us to, and if you add the little word, it's not just to people. God calls us to a people. Ephesians 4, 1 to 16. As you stare at these 16 verses, notice we get the first verse, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk in a manner worthy of your calling. Okay. Now what I want to get in your mind, don't get so much in all the facts, the goal is he's going to call us first to himself, then he's going to call us to this purpose of becoming like Christ, and now he calls us to a people. He wants to transform you. Peter says a holy nation, a royal priesthood. They're all synonyms for the body of Christ, the church. You are called to a person, Jesus. You are called to a purpose to become like him, and you are called to a people called the church. The phone rings and God says, I didn't just save you for a purpose and you float out there somewhere. I want you connected to a local body of people because I've deposited gifts in you and I have purpose for you and you fitting with who you are and who they are come together to demonstrate my glory to the world. And in the one you come, right? Come unto me. In the other it's be, be perfect. And then what did Jesus say? Follow me. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He wants you to be a part of other people becoming like Christ. You are called to that. You are called to a people. The reason a lot of Christians don't look like Christians are immature little spiritual babies because they're not connected. They're not in community. They're Lone Ranger Christians. And boy, I'll tell you what, I love the church. I don't know where you're coming from, and a church gets ripped a lot, and it has a lot of problems, and there's a lot of hypocrites because there's a lot of people in there like us, and it's got all kind of problems, and we got to address those problems, but the local church is the hope of the world. I want you to hear that if you are going to understand and fulfill the unique plan that God created you to fulfill, it starts with his calling to you and your love for him and walking with him. And then it's you understanding the number one agenda is not where I work, what I do, how many kids I have, or if I ever get married or how much I make. The number one agenda on God's list is that I become like his son. And then third is I'm called to a people. I am called to engage in the supernatural community where I give and I receive in ways where transformation occurs. You're listening to Chip Ingram on a special edition of Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. We'll take a short break and be right back.
Has the economy pressured you to rethink your career? Does your heart long to take the next step and pursue God's true calling for your life? Whether you're planning for your first job or your last, the Career Direct Complete Guidance System from Crown Financial Ministries can help. With Career Direct, you'll analyze four critical areas your personality, skills, interests, and values. You'll learn more about the real you and develop a plan to grow personally and professionally. You'll learn to see your strengths. And the Career Direct Complete Guidance System is designed from a biblical perspective to help you maximize your career by maximizing your God-given gifts and abilities. Career Direct can be completed in about an hour online. For more, go to careerdirectonline.org and try the free personality ID profile. That's careerdirectonline.org. Welcome back to this final segment of Money Life. Our special guest teacher today is Chip Ingram. His topic, a biblical perspective on work. Let's join Chip for some final thoughts from today's talk. You're called to this process. You walk in the light. It's a journey. Yes, there's three steps forward and two steps backward. Yes, you blow it. Yes, you have struggles. Okay. And so we're to walk in the light. We're to walk in love. And then we're to walk in wisdom. And, and that begins in Ephesians 5. And, and so he says, okay, with regard to God, be filled or literally controlled with the Holy Spirit. Then he gives evidence of when you're controlled and when you're not. And then he'll say, okay, let's move to the next concentric circle. Marriage. Okay, wives, you know, here's what you need to do. Husbands, this is what you need to do. Then he moves to the next one. Children, hey, obey your parents. Hey, fathers, don't exasperate your kids. And then he gets down to the work world. And he says, slaves. I mean, imagine 80% of the church, maybe more, were slaves. And yet God says to them, in your work world, I want you to do your work unto this pagan master as though I were your boss, Jesus. Finally, implications for a calling on your work. One, work is not about finding a job to pay the bills, okay? That is really not. Where you spend your time and energy is not about just figuring out, well, I got to get a job to pay the bills. Second, work is not even about building a career, for a successful life. That is not what, when God thinks about you and how he made you and the work he has for you. Third, work is a vocation, a calling that places you where you do what God uniquely created and designed you to do in order to fulfill his highest purpose in you and through you for his glory and your joy. That's what work is. Work flows out. Now, see, see if you can watch how in, in one sentence we're taking all these callings and, and, and putting them in sort of something and how it, because I like the idea of flowing. Work flows out of a relationship with Christ that's inward to external activity that we do that's outward that impacts culture and community that's onward to the glory of God and that is upward. You've been listening to Money Life from Crown Financial Ministries. Our guest teacher today has been Chip Ingram. Chip is the teacher on the daily radio broadcast, Living on the Edge. You can find out more about Living on the Edge by going to their website, 
livingontheedge.org. Now, you can also find out more about Crown Financial Ministries by going to our website, and that's crown.org. You'll find information on resources and other media that we have available. In fact, we have a brand new blog that's out. You can find out more about what Chuck is up to. You can also listen to our new podcast, and you can listen to that online at crown.org, or you can sign up to have the podcast delivered directly to your computer. Again, all of that is available at crown.org. Well, for Chuck Bentley and the entire staff here at Crown Financial Ministries, this is Dave Ball saying thanks for joining us for this edition of Money Life. Thank you.